a Lifetime original podcast. Is it okay if I go to the restroom and get some water before we kick back on? Oh, good call. Well, then if we're doing that, I guess I should go feed a cat. He needs his thyroid medicine. I love a Lifetime movie. I see a velvet couch and I go, oh, day rich. <laughs> you are a creature of the night who just drank a man's blood, but you're like taken by a bird. We're about to throw this massive dinner party and we need some dinner, <laughs> AKA kids going through puberty. Sisterhood of the traveling penis, sorry. Um, wow, I did not see that coming. I did not know that was underneath all of the sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> At the fealty ceremony, you will be presented to the king. And after he has drunk from each of you, he will fill a goblet with his blood. And once you and the other vampires of the feast have drunk from that goblet, you will be bound to him and he to you. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am one of your hosts, Naomi Ekparrigan, here with the hilarious, brilliant, my favorite comedian, Megan Gailey. But you're my favorite comedian. We're each well, other's- look at that. I mean, I almost tweeted the other night, what a joy it is to be able to host a podcast with one of my favorite comedians. But then I was like, people are going to make fun of me. <laughs> People are going to go, what are you doing? But Naomi and I had the ugh, the privilege and honor of doing a in-person stand-up yes. show together this week. And it was at a bar um, that used to be kind of terrible and now <laughs> is run by two gorgeous, badass Latina women. There's a cocktail <laughs> menu. There's food. Like, uh, during my set, I was like, did Bar Rescue come here? Like, it <laughs> opened the world changed within this bar. And the show was so fun and good. Did it make you feel like, oh, we're, we're back back, baby? Definitely. Because first of all, it was packed. Yeah. You know, like when I walked in, I was like, oh my God, it's full of people. It was also one of those where I was like, uh, you know, it's like you never know what the good show is going to be where I was like, oh, I wish yes. I had been taping that. Yeah. Because uh-huh. that was, the, yeah. the audience was like <clears throat> hot. They were perfect. They were hot. They laughed at everything. And it was just funny because part of why I was, because again, like we've been doing this podcast, but I haven't seen you do stand up since maybe 2019. Oof. You know what I mean? Like they had been so long just like being on a show, seeing each other out, where I was like, oh my God, this girl, she still got it. She still got it after all this time. I mean, and you were doing more shows during the pandemic and like you had I was doing a, a lot bit, of Zoom. <laughs> I was outside. I mean, I really didn't, I didn't want to lose the muscle, but I, yeah. you, you closed it out and I was like, I was texting you during your set. That's my new thing where I'm like, I like this. I like this. So then maybe it's not good. People come off and then there's immediate compliments. While you were on stage, I was trying to take a photo of you. Oh, sorry. Spam risk is calling me. Get out of here. Um, I was trying to take a photo of you and I was all the way at the back and I had definitely taken someone's seat and I take a photo of you and the flash went off and like oh, five so people funny. turned around and looked at me like I was the dumbest person on earth. And I'm like, I go, we host a podcast together. <laughs> you said we host a podcast together. Like that justified oh. me not knowing how to use my own camera. <laughs> and so then I just felt so much shame that I stopped trying to take a photo. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my God, I had no idea you had gone on that emotional journey. But it was funny, actually, when I did finally look at my phone to see because you do send these uh, texts during the set, but I don't know what they're in response to. Right, do you know what exactly. I mean? Like what I've done. Yeah. So you go, this is so funny. <laughs> oh yes, you should do this more. You should, and I was like, what is this? Okay, I love the feedback, but I am not sure exactly. No, I didn't say it was like in. helpful. This is the picture I took of you <laughs> with the flash on. So I got panicked. I got panicked yeah. halfway through and moved it. And yeah. so it's like very Madonna ray right. of light. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, this has been a fun um, recap of how great we're doing. Well, it's also about feeling young, which I think is yes. perfect for the movie today. Today's yeah. movie is all about, you know, like youth and beauty and party. Mm-hmm. And that's what you and I experienced this week. You guys, we are talking about the movie Drink, Slay, Love. Come on. <laughs> Come on. One of our top titles. Absolutely. (laughs) This movie is about Pearl, who is a typical 16-year-old vampire, whatever Mm -hmm. that means. She's (laughs) fond of blood, allergic to the sun, and generally pretty evil. But after a very mysterious attack leaves her able to survive in the daylight, her world changes. Her family remains as evil as ever, but Pearl is starting to grow a conscience, unique for a vampire, and Mm -hmm. has to decide between her family or her new human friends, especially the cute guy who makes her fangs ache. Don't say it! (laughs) I'll say it again. Makes her fangs ache. Oh, my God. You can watch this on Lifetime Movie Club. Oh, as Naomi's kitty cat crosses the screen. (laughs) She's like, did you say fangs ache? I'm here, girl. (laughs) Um, And what's even better, not only do you need to watch this on Lifetime Movie Club because it will help you go on this journey with us. (laughs) We're about to go on. But also, we are giving you an extra special treat with this ep. We have the co-hosts of the podcast Directionally Challenged and former Vampire Diaries queens, Candace King and Kayla Ewell. I mean, huh. we are giving you the best of the best for this vampire movie. Yeah. And I think we can't even, we cannot keep pushing it off, okay? We're like creating too much tension. We need to get into it. 
I I'm think like, it's got to be, you know, it's very, it, it feels like historical, a lot of names. <laughs> like, I think one of my niece's names really is like Pearl of the Sea, but it's like, you know, she has a, she, her name isn't Pearl, but that's like the root of it. So mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think Pearl is just the origins of a lot of white girl names. It's just like a very like old girl. Like, yeah, like it's like old timey. But I will say that this Pearl, this Pearl is like, a sassy Latina, okay? We start the movie with, like, faces, close-ups, sex, books, books, sexy, a girl driving fast a in a river. Car. It's just, like, really just, like, <clears throat> a fast-paced mm-hmm. nighttime lifestyle. And then we see that the car is being driven recklessly by two angsty vampires who are like, we're hungry. Mm-hmm. And the guy, he's, okay, and this is another <laughs> thing about the vampire genre it's all. There's always one guy with a vaguely British accent. Sweet Paul, always looking out for others. I can't help it. I just want to make the world a better place. Vampires know no borders, okay? It's vampires <laughs> without borders. You can go anywhere at any time. And his name is Jadrian, which is a <laughs> truly hilarious name. Truly I hilarious. I thought I was mishearing. I was like, I was like, Jadrian? I was like, Adrian. Is someone, I thought someone was saying Adrian wrong nope. and they just like did not have time to reshoot. No. Jadrian. That is, it's like, I want to hear Charlize there and be like, Jadrian. You know, like I just <laughs> need it. I wish there was a hyphen. I wish I could get a shirt that says Jador Jadrian. Oh my God. <sighs> no. Okay. Can I, I want you to wear Jador Jadrian while wearing a pink fedora. Yes. And people <laughs> that- will go, now that's a lifetime bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they, they're like, we're hungry. They go to a mini mart, which is what I do when I'm hungry too. So already exactly. I'm like, I'm relating. Um, Pearl goes in and she's like, hey, Brad. And the clerk is like classic, sort of like, not dorky, but like, how'd Nerd you know my clerk. name was Brad? Hi, Brad. You know me? Name tag. Oh, right. Can I get you something? Mint chocolate chip. Yeah, nerd, clerk, like awkward boy yes. working the late shift at the mini mart. And Pearl orders mint chocolate chip ice cream. And I thought, oh Sick. no, Naomi's already going to be upset. Well, that's how I know she's evil. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If you're getting, I believe mint and chocolate are a sick combination. Yeah. And I don't understand. I understand it's po- I, it's popular. I get it. But you know who else was popular for a while? Hitler. So it, just <gasps> because it's popular doesn't mean it's any good. Well, okay? this is crazy. Yeah, I said it. So she gets her mint chip disgusting. And then she's like, Brad, come outside and eat with me. And, and of he course, goes. Brad being... <laughs> He's like, absolutely, because she is giving us, she, you know, she's got a, a, a dark red lip, okay? Mm-hmm. She's, a, she's a vampire. She's a young girl. Of course, she's got to have a dark red lip. And she's like feeding him a little bit. And he's like, do you want to bite? Don't you want to bite? Well, if you're offering. <sighs> and then what does she do? Come on now. She bites his neck and yes. sucks his blood. But then he doesn't die. And and she's like, you won't remember this. And then the wound and the blood disappear from his neck and he's like, fine. That so sounds that's, great to me. That does. That's then sustainable. I'm like, oh, okay. I thought then he I I thought the science behind vampirism is that when bitten, you become a vampire immediately. But in this no. medium of drinks no. they love, you get kind of the flu. You basically get COVID. You look bad. <laughs> you don't feel good. Like, yeah, it's, you- it's not the kiss of death. It's the kiss of sickness. 
Which I personally, I think is good though, because yes. also there's so many iterations because in some of them you don't become a vampire unless you then feed off of that vampire, right? Because a vampire can drink your blood, but unless you drink of them, what are you going to turn? So in essence, you're just, you know, anemic. There's just bad anemia if they, just, if they can really behave themselves. Wow. Um, and so after she does that and the guy's like, he's like, you know, tired and has a little bit of the cocoa, but he's okay. But then Pearl <laughs> is off looking for Jadrian. Yeah. Yeah. I said maybe he went off to get his name legally changed. You would fucking hope. (laughs) Good God. Okay, but then a big white bird. Okay, I wanted to leave a pause to be like a big white, what do you think I'm going to say? It's a bird. (laughs) It's a falcon. He he flies up to the mini mart. Like, that's where his damn nest is. And and Pearl is like, hey, pretty bird. Come here. I'm not going to hurt you. I don't eat wild animals. Just tame humans. You are a creature of the night who just drank a man's blood, but you're like taken by a bird. I, I yeah. I was like, okay, you're whimsical, Pearl. She can obviously, talk to birds. but she's as like, she's, we're friends. As she's small talking with Hank the Falcon, we'll call him. She gets <laughs> stabbed through the heart, which we know for vampires is very, very bad. And then the next no time, bueno. next time we see her, she's coming to, and she's in this really beautiful sort of Victorian era <laughs> okay. house. I cannot believe you call this a nice house. It was, it's literally to me, it was like if Party City was trying to design a catacomb. Okay. It was just well, very like old. It was like, it was literally just like red walls, old kind of, it was like part Victorian, part Spanish monastery. Look, I was not into the whole family. So as you can tell, I'm already You're coming in like hot. You're not going to like their interior decor. But Naomi, the thing is, you're from New York City and I'm from Indianapolis, the New York City of Indiana. So <laughs> like, we're going to have a difference in opinion of what is nice. My, I'm, I'm from a damn cornfield. You've heard me say big old corn thighs. So okay, please. I but see yes. a velvet couch and I go, oh, they rich. <laughs> Megan, you are the fanciest person in all of Indianapolis, okay? I know, I you know. are giving me hardwood floors. You are yes. giving me multiple levels. Yes. You're giving me floor to ceiling windows. Yes. So don't play like you just country, okay, girl? <laughs> so Pearl's dad, who also has an accent, but it's not British, but it is. No, just vaguely. It's accented. European. It's European. It's like when Lindsay yes. Lohan was like um, being Greek. It's that. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> so her dad is like hands her canned blood, which Pearl is like, oh, it's really funny. It's like, um, it's like if someone handed us frozen seafood. Is that canned blood, Dad? Ew. You need it. <laughs> you know, like right. she's like this trash. <laughs> um, so you can you get the vibe that they're like a rich vampire family. They're all sort of talking. There's an uncle Felix, um, but the family is like, there's no way you got stabbed through the heart because you would be dead. And her right. mom is like a psycho vampire bitch. So you were beset by a vampire hunter. You let yourself be identified and nearly slain. Your carelessness may have exposed us all. You're grounded. She's so mean. And now we get a little more backstory on the family and what their stakes are right now. Listen to this. Our family has many enemies. You're our only child. The crown jewel of generations. We can't risk you. Especially not with the ceremony coming up. What ceremony? Well, I wasn't planning on telling you, but since we're all here... We've been chosen to host the fealty ceremony. 
When? I need a new dress. All right. All right. This fealty ceremony, okay? <laughs> it ha- fealty. It's lo- it happens once every hundred years. They're like, Pearl, don't mess it up. And so it's just <sighs> funny because here's the thing, because like we say these are her parents, but to me, and this is where I wanted my more, more vampire backstory, I don't think they are like her real parents. Uh-huh. Meaning like they didn't turn her into a vampire. It seems like they just like, collected some young people. Do you know what I mean? Like, right, because like, she's so mean to her. The mom, the yeah. quote, quote mom is like so mean. I'm like, this can't actually be This can't be, be a somebody. biological connection. Yeah. Like, it doesn't feel like the mom gave birth to baby Pearl. But exactly. like, we don't know how the mom came to be. Like, has the mom been this age for 700 years? How long is, it, like, it, you get the vibe that like, Pearl is, has, is 16 years old actually. Right, which is definitely- right different than what the Twilight Saga is giving us because they're like, I'm 16, but I've been 16 for 450 years or whatever. Yes. And Pearl never seemed to me like she had been alive for more than maybe 20. No. Does that make sense? Like, right. That's the thing. She didn't give me, like the, the actress who plays Pearl, like she looks like a young girl. She's very like, petite little gymnastics energy. Yeah. And she just felt like young. She didn't have that vampire, like old world scene at all vibe. Mm -hmm. But then we see Pearl and Jadrian in the attic training. They're like doing fight training slash flirting. And then at one point he kisses her. She pulls a knife on him. Then they kiss again. They're a couple. I had no, I mean, I really, I I thought they were hooking up. I thought maybe they were vampire- with benefits, I mm-hmm. was not expecting them to be full-blown boyfriend and girlfriend. That's not, but uh-huh. I don't, but they are. Um, and and we <laughs> definitely, we definitely get like the groundwork that Pearl is this sort of like chosen vampire, like the golden yeah. one. It seems as though she's destined for greatness. She's good at fighting. Like she's the star. She's the star quarterback of vampirism. Um <laughs> Okay, so then, oh gosh, so they're getting the wine cellar prepared for the fealty ceremony. Megan, you can't say fealty ceremony without laughing. I know, it's so fun. I don't even know. I don't, like, I just love this idea of, like, it's like the just for laughs of the vampire world. Like, I love when there's a convention, like, in a world that we're not a part of, and, and it has a name. Okay, so, um... Pearl is like, I don't want to mop this anymore. She leaves. She goes back to the mini mart and she uses her exact same like lines on Brad. Hi, Brad. You, you, you know me? Name tag? And then two dorks come in and I love these two dorks. These are Matt and Zeke (laughs) and they Uh are, they are going to matter for the rest of the film. You can't kill Wolverine. He's immortal. Wrong. In Death of Wolverine, a virus from the microverse turns off his mutant healing factor and he's suffocated by adamantium. So there. Excuse me. And they realize that Pearl cannot be seen in one of those security mirror camera things. Yeah. Because like she's a corner. damn vampire. She's invisible in it. And so they leave. Pearl gets Brad to come outside again. She's about to feed, but she's more cautious because she did get stabbed through the heart the last time she was here. Which to me makes me feel like, first of all, is Brad the only meal in town? Is he that delicious? Yeah. You're literally going back to where you were attacked. And so 
I'm not understanding. Anyway, yes, you're right. She does. She's like, Brad, did you see any falcons or whatever? And the falcon, of course, shows up again. And Pearl is like, something feels off. And then a giant black cloth is dropped over her. And we see a truck back up. So we -hmm. assume she's being kidnapped, which she is. Because she wakes up and it's like the next morning and she's locked in a cage and basically like, what is it? Like a auto, like a tow yard Like a junkyard, yeah. Junkyard, thank you. And she, uh, and she's like locked in a cage and then the two dorks have bows and arrows pointed at her. Time to burn, vampire. He's got the problem now. You do. Shoot her. Let's get out of here. So Pearl is able to kick down the the (laughs) cage door. And that's when the, that's when Matt and Zeke are like, oh shit. Um, And so they try and like shoot her with a bow and arrow. She grabs it out of the air. (laughs) But then the sun starts to come up. Yeah. Because they've, they've kept her, you know, until six in the morning. And then she starts to panic. Yeah. Because it's like, oh God, the sunlight. Mm -hmm. And you know what guys? Nothing happens. (gasps) She doesn't burn. Pearl is okay. She is in the sunlight. And then she's like, okay, what is going on? So she tries to chase down the dorks, but they drive off. She can't do it. And so instead... We see a suburban. Yeah, we see a suburban coming our way um, that almost hits her. Like that, it almost seems like it's like trying to hit her, but it's not (laughs) because it's, of course, being driven by a hot blonde man who gets out and is like, are you okay? Are you in trouble? (laughs) I'm alive. Yeah, I, I can see that. Hey, what makes you think that I'm in trouble? Do I look like trouble? Classic Lifetime. Um, mm-hmm. And she is just like, she can't even flirt with this guy because she's like, I'm in the sun. You know, it's like very <laughs> Ariel has legs moment. Like, yes, very She's just like, what so. is even happening? And then hot guy, who we don't know, but we'll come to find out his name is Evan. He offers to give her a ride back into town. And instead of that, she goes, oh yeah. And then just steals his car from him. What are you doing? Don't worry. I'll leave it somewhere safe. What the hell just happened? Leaves him (laughs) in the junkyard. It's like, it's just so weird because it's like, she's supposed to be badass, but because she's really young and she's really like, she it does have a sweet face. Like yeah. to me, she is not a um, femme fatale. She to me is like a little girl playing dress up. So when she does these things that are like really mean, you're like, what? You just like stole a car? Yeah. It just felt very crazy to me. Like when she does that, I was as confused as he was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the guy is like, wait, what happened? <laughs> no. And I'm like, by, I'm with by, him. by the time he's saying what happened, Pearl is gone. And then she's just sort of soaking in the sun, spinning around, loving it. And she does eventually drop his car back in the middle of town with a note on it. That's like, here you go. <laughs> and then she has a fun, we have a fun little moment where she's walking through town in the morning to see like, it's like, what are people doing during the day? You know what I mean? Cause she's a nighttime gal and she is unimpressed. Yoga. This is what I've been missing out on all this time. Humans are useless. I'm with her. It's definitely a dig. It's a dig at us humans. As I our, take as it. As I mean, day walkers. That's, but I also feel that way. I think I'm not much of a day walker. Do you know what I mean? Like, if left to my own devices, I would be a night owl. And so I'm very, I'm like, I know. I'm like, coffee? Who cares? Yeah. It's gross. So Pearl is taking a nap um, back at her gorgeous Victorian home. 
gorgeous. I would say, who made this? That famous architect whose name I can't remember. Okay. Um, and so her mom is pissed because she's like, you're grounded. You didn't you didn't clean the wine cellar and it feels like you've been hunting alone. And then Pearl's like, yeah, guess what? Listen, bitch, I'm not allergic to the sun anymore. And like opens a curtain. What are you doing? Are you trying to kill yourself? I spent all day yesterday in the light. Our vulnerability to the sun is a myth. Please step back. It could be a one day miracle. Antoinette, ding dong fashion head, she walks up and she's like, cool. And then of course gets burned by the sun. So we realize Pearl is the only one with this newfound skill. But I'm gonna tell you this, nope. I felt the reaction was far too small for what was happening. This is a fundamental change to the vampire identity. Mm -hmm. And like everyone in the family, they were like kind of surprised, but like not that much. Like part of me would have been like, what are you? Who yeah. did this to you? You know, again, she couldn't walk in the daylight yesterday. Right. So something happened to Pearl, and yet mom is literally like, everyone leave except for you, Pearl. We're going to have you. <laughs> We're going to have you go to high school. Uh-huh. She's like, you can walk in the day, so we're about to enroll you in high school so you can get us some sweet, sweet teens to eat. Yes, because we're about to throw this massive dinner party, and we need some dinner, <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> Kids going through puberty. Um, yeah, I think there's not a huge reaction because Pearl's family is a group of haters. All right? Um, and so, yes, Pearl is going to be enrolled in high school. She's having Antoinette help her pick out an outfit. This gave me so much never-been-kissed energy. I'm like, yes. what do I wear to be with these teens? And Pearl is pissed. Listen to this. This is so unfair. I don't want to go to high school. Being locked up all day with a bunch of whiny humans... I really want to kill myself. This could be huge for you. When the king finds out that you supplied the feast, he's totally going to want you as his queen. Why would I want that? <laughs> Why not? Power, baby. Queen Pearl. Okay. <laughs> so she doesn't want to, she does not want to go to high it. school, but she is intrigued by this vampire king and maybe being his wife. And he's looking for a new consort. It's like very Victorian language being used of like. Right. But I also don't very know. child bride. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it's really, you know, but it's funny because Pearl being like, I hate it. I don't want to fit in. And it's like, you're so ready for high school. Yeah. Like you're already a high school student. You're just like, I don't like any of this. I'm too cool. And it's like, you don't realize how basic you are, actually. Right. And you, you can't that. you can't go in with this attitude of like, high school's stupid because the reality of what your mom wants you to do is befriend people so then you can suck their blood. You know? Like, mm -hmm. we need mm -hmm. you to make friends. We need you to be invited to sleepovers because then we need to <laughs> kidnap these people. Um, so... What's going on with Dad? He's, like, pretty much, like, being supportive. He's supposed to be the good cop of the parental yeah, of the duo, family. but he sucks, too, is the yeah. reality of the situation. Why do you have an ascot on at home? What are you doing? Right. <laughs> like, what? where are your play well, clothes? Well, Megan, isn't that what makes him so fancy? No, I He's think that's what makes... He's got a velvet couch. I think that's what makes him a bad dad. Um, <laughs> okay, so this is... I got very excited. First day of high school vibes. So the backstory is that Pearl has been homeschooled her whole life, which I guess is true because she's a damn vampire. Absolutely. Um, so a really friendly, bubbly girl, Bethany, who I instantly love, comes up and is like, I'm your guy. Uh, your file didn't have a photo, but I just knew it was you. I mean, we don't really get that many new kids around. 
around here. <laughs> and Pearl is like, I hate you. I do not want to be around <laughs> you. And then we see the hottie guy from the suburban that Pearl stole. And he is friends with Bethany, too. He goes to the high school. His name is Evan. And then we meet mean girl Ashlyn. Listen to Regina George Ashlyn. You parked in my spot. Sorry, Ashlyn. You don't own the parking lot. Hey, Evan, when you want to lift out of Loserville, let me know. Are you the queen bee or the mean girl? I forgot the difference. Ooh, <laughs> nice boots, freak. Classic. 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 And then it's, it's even better when we see that Ashlyn has blocked Bethany's car in. And so what does Pearl do? <laughs> she goes over there, bursts through the window, puts the car in reverse, which I didn't think you could do without the keys. And then the car rolls right into a school bus. <laughs> Pearl don't care. First Pearl day don't school. Care. First day it of school. It is wild. And she hijacks the meanest girl in school's BMW. Oh, what know. an entrance. But I think it's funny because to part of me, like I felt like there could have been a lot more fun to be had with Pearl. Like, again, I don't know how old she is, right? In vampire terms. Yeah. So for instance, it would have been funny to me, like if she gets to school, but... Because let's say the last time she went to high school was like 1921. You know what I mean? Or like whatever it is, like her opinions about like, I just think you could have had more fun with her <laughs> as old and out of touch. Yeah. She could have you know had what I mean? like, you know, when um they're walking to school on Little Women and they've got like a chalkboard tied up yeah. with twat. Yeah. Like she could have had exactly. like that. But the thing yeah. is, I think she actually is 16. Um, So, so she like, like a fresh vampire, you mean? Like she's yeah. only been a vampire like a year. But the but what they basically <laughs> do with her is like, we just see her kind of being sassy to people. Yeah. She's like um, mean. Yes. Ashlyn definitely comes up to her and is like, uh, you wrecked my car. And Pearl is like, whatever, my rich parents will come over with a check. And we're, we see her setting in motion like, oh, my parents are going to kill Ashlyn's parents, basically. Yep. And you're yep, like, yep, yep. OK, I'm kind of into that. <laughs> yeah, because Ashlyn sucks. So I was like, good, good first victim. But then Pearl goes to art class where Bethany and Evan are also there. And she basically just drags the art teacher. You've got a framed picture of Andy Warhol on your desk next to... Oh my gosh, an apple. You're just a grumpy art teacher who's still bitter about his painting that didn't win a blue ribbon at the county fair. I'm sure your artistic teachings are equally unoriginal. And then immediately gets sent to the principal. It was just so funny to me because I was like, he's literally done nothing. No. Oh wait, no, he was rude to Bethany. He was mean to Bethany. Yeah. And that's maybe why Pearl was like, yeah. okay, you need to relax. So okay, like, now I'm back on board. That's conscience, like, evidence one. Um, right. So, of course, the two dorks, Matt and Zeke, they also go to the school. And when they see yep. Pearl out in the sunshine, they're like, hey, sorry, we kidnapped you. We thought you were a vampire. <laughs> so clearly that whole thing was our bad. So vampires, is that like a thing here? There? is more to Greenbridge than meets the eye. We can tell you who's safe and who's suspect. Suspect, yes. And then Pearl gets like totally shook because there is a falcon on Bethany's shirt. And now that, <laughs> that she interprets as like, Bethany is part of the Falcon Alliance. It's like, no, that's just the mascot of the school, Pearl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so then Pearl and Bethany are like like running in gym class and then a new girl comes up. I don't even know her name, but she's like a girl who basically is like, I hate Ashlyn too, so I like you. Yes, but she is never... Ashlyn's friend. She is part of <laughs> Ashlyn's clique. And that's when 
That's when you see Pearl be like, humans are weird. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Because she's like, you're her friend, but you yeah. hate her? Okay, so- and it's like, welcome to high school. Yes, so Pearl sees- a real life falcon, the real life one that is like her the ominous. Hank, yes. Hank the falcon. Hank the falcon. And so she chases <laughs> Hank and then she winds up on a boat dock. Okay. Um, and mm-hmm. she tries to pick up Hank and he's like, nah, bitch. And he flies away. And then Pearl just lays down on the dock and falls asleep. What? Aren't it's you like, in gym what? class? <laughs> I know. It's like the middle of the day. You don't know where you are. And then Evan wakes her up. What are you doing here? What am I doing here? This is my house. What are you doing sleeping on my dock? I was sleeping in broad daylight. Yeah. What is happening to me? And so I'm like, okay, how far did you run off the beaten path that you are now in, you know, residential territory? Yeah. But, and then like, Pearl is like trying to flirt with him, which is like, what? You don't even like him and you stole his car. And he's like, I'm not into you. No. You look like a cartoon character. And then he's like, oh my God, my family's coming home. So they go up and they, he like gives this whole spiel about like, oh, you, they can't see you. My mom's super strict. I can't have people here. They adopted a bunch of kids. They're unloading the groceries. She has steel-toed Birkenstocks on. Like all, <laughs> all this weird stuff. Pearl really wants Pearl to meet like, the family. I'm, she goes, let me meet them. And I'm like, and I didn't realize, I'm like, is that because she wants to eat them? Yes. Because part of me is like, why are you so pressed? You're, like, she's not suave about it. She's like, let me say hi. I would love to meet It's because she wants to like, eat him. And I'm like, well, I'm like, Pearl, you stole his car and you're not nice. Why would he do that? She's not playing the game no. right. She's not playing the game. No, and, and Evan's not having it because he tells her to leave. And so yes. then Pearl um, is back at home. She gives her mom Ashlyn's parents' address, tells her to bring her checkbook. And then her mom acts like a huge bitch her, her mom. You're not gonna ask me how my first day of school was? I have a ceremony to plan for over a hundred vampires, including the king. I don't have time for your ramblings or your attitude. I wasn't. You have one job. Get us invited into human homes so we could feast from them and feed the king. Do you understand? Yes, mother. Wow. Okay. That's okay. like, okay. Not, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm like, you are being so mean. Like, it's not warranted. So you're coming off extra crazy, mom. You see what I'm saying? Because Pearl hasn't really done anything yet. She's like, I got to school. Here's a family. It's like literally been six hours. I found you someone to eat. Yeah. And, and she's like, already like, I don't care about your day. I don't want to know. And they're <laughs> mean ass people. Like, she doesn't even know that she's about to go get rich mean blood. Right. <laughs> Pearl goes to have some blood, and then, like, the old woman is teaching the young vampires about the feast. Yes. And it's like, the king is cruel and sadistic. And then Pearl, again, because she's now a student, she comes in late to, like, the class. This is vampire class. We are not in high school class. Vampire class, very, we are in, like, Snape's dungeon. That is the vibe. Yes, very much. And Pearl comes in late, and then the vampire woman teaching is so mean. She basically whips her. Pearl in front of the class for being late? The king is a cruel and sadistic ruler. He does not tolerate mistakes or tardiness. Okay, well, quite honestly, high school might be better for you, Pearl, because vampire school is very mean. So then we get to the second day of real high school, daytime high school, human high school, and Bethany gives Pearl a unicorn notebook. 
Nice. Because she thinks Pearl is a unicorn who's not scared of anything. Mm -hmm. And she has a good heart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Great. Perfect. Bethany, you're reading her great. Um, Okay. Okay. So then Pearl sees Ashlyn in gym and Ashlyn is looking rough. We see that there are bite marks on her neck and Pearl just apologizes. Like she, she obviously sees that Ashlyn has been bit by her parents and is like, sorry. And Ashlyn is still a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. For what? For nothing. I have nothing to be sorry about. I need to go to the nurse. And then she just goes to the nurse. And then even the mean girls make fun of her. Like, her friends are like, oh, Ashlyn, honey, you're a mess, you know? And it's, like, really, really mean. Then we get Jadrian and Pearl montage, whatever. (laughs) His name is still Jadrian. It's like, listen, Jadrian, we'll talk to you when you've changed your name. So a popular girl invites Pearl to a sleepover. She's like one of the girls in Ashlyn's clique. And Pearl is like super excited until she sees how bad Ashlyn looks. And it, it, it clocks in her brain. She's like, oh, this is what sucking blood off of these people does to them. Even though this girl is a bitch, she looks so bad. She looks like she's in so much pain. And it definitely makes Pearl think twice about how she's going to behave at this sleepover. Right, right. Now we're two weeks out from the ceremony, so everybody is pressed. Yes, the whole family is just like, we have got to get this together. The king, the king, the king is coming. And... Jadrian is like, Pearl, let's hang out. And she's like, I can't. I have stuff to do. And he's immediately like, you sound like a human. And it's like, maybe she just finally realizes you're not the only game in town, Jadrian. Okay? I'm just like, ugh, I can't with him. But And then she's just going for, you know, a leisurely vampire walk outside. Mm-hmm. And old ass Scott dad walks up and is trying to be nice, I guess. I've been so busy with the ceremony, I haven't had time to ask you about how school is going. Tell me about your experiences. No vampires seen what you've seen. They like to talk. Their loyalty seems to shift a bit, but they're funnier than I thought they'd be. They're the enemy, Pearl. Never forget that. Okay, okay. So at least Dad takes an interest, whereas Mom is like, I don't care what happened to you today. Yeah. But you can also tell that Pearl is like, I kind of like these people and don't just want to, like, drain them dry, you know? And he's basically like, you haven't brought us enough addresses, and Uncle Felix knows that you've been drinking the stocked blood. So he's like— I'm obsessed with Uncle Felix, a person you never see. That's one of my favorite lifetime tropes. We do see him. We do see see him. We see him at the very beginning. He's the one that was like, I found you in a bush beneath the house. And then he was there. And then he he chimes in at some other point with— Nothingness. Okay, well then. Um, I get the feeling Uncle Felix is like a deadbeat that they're like, Uncle Felix is back. You know, he's in the house. <laughs> he tried to open his own vampire restaurant that was like poorly conceived from the start. Exactly. Um, so- but basically dad is like, he's sweet, but he's also being serious where he's like, you know, you need to bring us more addresses so we can drink blood. Also, he's like, the king might kill you. <laughs> okay. So you need to get it together. And then, All right. and then Pearl asks for an update on like, hey, remember at the beginning of this film when I got stabbed through the heart? Who was that? And <laughs> her dad is like, that may actually not even been a slayer. That may have been another vampire yeah. trying to take yeah. you down because our family is like the top vampire family. Ooh, drama exactly. within the vampire community. 
so then, you know, she's this is all weighing on Pearl. She gets to school the next day, and then Evan invites her to yoga. It's like, what? And then as she's walking through, she sees, you know, now she has this reflection. She's getting a little more human, but then she sees the reflection start to kind of fade away. And she's like, oh my God, I'm losing my vampire self. Yeah. And so then she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bite the next person I see. And who walks up, you guys? But Bethany. No. Dun, dun, dun. We about to take a break. Cause y'all don't know what's gonna happen. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay. Again, Bethany has walked up. And Pearl has said she's going to bite the first person she sees. Well, well, well. Bethany looks at Pearl and is like, are you okay? And then Pearl is like, let's go take a walk and talk. And they go into the woods, which is exactly where murders take place, Mm -hmm. if you ask me. And Pearl's like looking at Bethany's neck, (laughs) which is so funny to me. Yeah. And then Bethany thinks that Pearl is going to kiss her. I'm I'm not going to kiss you. I'm not gay. Well, neither am I. But, I mean, you were holding my face and all of the girls are doing it. And, I mean, <laughs> you were holding my face. <laughs> but she, like, goes to kiss, yeah. though. She, like, she like literally is, like, she, like, comes, she, you know, puts her little lips together and comes close. And Pearl's like, I'm not kissing you. And she's yeah. like, but, but, I thought. You were touching my like, neck. Not I mean, you know, you brought me to the woods and you touched my neck, so. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so they have a laugh about being like, I'm not a lesbian. And she's like, I'm not a lesbian, but we're in high school. I don't know. Um, and so <laughs> Pearl is like, God, it must be so nice to just be a normal teen. And Bethany is like, well, you know, I've been through some struggles too and lays this doozy of a story on her. When I was in preschool, my parents used to forget to pick me up. They were always forgetting about me. Anyway, one day this man shows up and says that they had sent him to get me. And I recognized him. I'd seen him around the house. So I went with him. But we walked home through the woods and he hurt me. 
and one of the preschool moms, Evan's mom, actually happened to be walking by and rescued me. I'm sorry, this what? is the plot of Lovely Bones. What? <laughs> I could, I did not see that coming. I lost my mind. Because Bethany is, you guys, if you have not seen the movie yet, you need to. Bethany is literally like, sunshine incarnate. Yeah, like, she's like, I, I am upbeat. I love everything. And so literally when she's like, my parents forgot to pick me up and I was attacked. And it was like, wow, I did not see that coming. No. and it, I yeah. did not know that was underneath all of the sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. Okay, so Evan is um, dropping Pearl off at home. Bethany runs out to be like, bye. And then who pops up but Mm, Jadrian. He comes Ugh. out of nowhere and he sees this Bethany bitch and he's like, oh, great, dinner time. Aren't you going to introduce me to your little friend, Paul? What are you doing here? Well, you said you missed me. So I thought it would be nice if we could get dinner together. A bit plain for my taste, but this is what's on the menu. What's going on? You're going to ruin everything. Not everything. Just this thing. And then right. Evan can sense that Jadrian is bad. And so he jumps out of the car and he beats the shit out of Jadrian, which I was not surprising because I thought I vampires was... had like super strength. Me too. I could not believe that Evan had that power. I was like, wait a minute. Like I was really so prepared, especially because we've spent so much time watching Jadrian and Pearl fight yeah. and spar and practice that I was like, honey, well, you're not good when it's really counts. No, Evan is the man. <laughs> um, so Jadrian is like, what is happening? Um, this is, you are not who you used to be and you need to prove to me that you're still the pearl that I know and love. So where do they go? Hey, Brad. Do you know me? The Mini Mart. The Mini Mart. <laughs> I mean, this is a one horse town. They said just it's like, like old the, times. <laughs> the only Mini Mart. And same old Brad, honey. Brad, who's already been munched on twice. Yeah. He comes out. I, like, he's like, what, throwing out garbage or something? Yes. And she's like, hey, Brad. And mm -hmm. he's like, how do you know my name? And she's like, your name, he's not wearing it. She don't even, she's not even present, no. okay? She's going through the motions. Yep, her bits are bombing. Um, <laughs> and so they have like an honest, friendly chat. Uh, I bet you say that to all the girls. Girls don't usually pay attention to me. You're a really nice guy. Some lucky girl is going to figure that out. And and it's like, oh, she, yeah, she connects with humans now. And Jadrian's like, that was my little whistle. <laughs> that was a um, good whistle. And he's like, okay. He's, he's like, Pearl, move it along. Yeah. Wrap it up. Wrap yeah. it up. And then she goes to bite him, and she just cannot do it. She cannot bring yeah. herself to bite Brat, this dude she barely even knows. Who she's already bitten twice. Yeah. So Jadrian, yeah. you know, of course runs up, gets all up in her face, which I did not like. And they have a vampire lover's quarrel where they talk about right. being vampires in front of Brad, and then right. Jadrian bites Brad and tells Pearl to do the same, but we fade to black and we don't know what happens. We have no idea. I just also need to point out, Brad really should have ran. Do you know what I mean? When two vampires are fighting over you about whether or not to eat you, yeah. go away, Brad. And Brad is just like standing there being like, what? Are you serious? Are you a vampire? And I was like, oh, Brad, babe, you, you deserve what's coming to no, you. No, not my <laughs> Brad. So, they, we fade to black. Again, we don't know what happens. The next thing we see, Pearl at Evan's window, and she is covered in blood. Oh, no. 
and she says, it's not mine. I made a mistake. I couldn't stop myself. I, this was the only place I could think of that made me feel safe. Can I stay here just for tonight? Of course. And I was like, really? I mm-hmm. feel like I would have gone to Bethany. I would have gone to Bethany instead of Evan. What do you think? Well, I think she has um, more of a sexual connection with Evan. So I think it's I think it's not necessarily the only place she feels safe, but it's the only place she felt safe and sexy. Um, <laughs> and I think, you know, she is attracted to the comfort of a man's welcoming arms. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. And then while they're in his bedroom, she sees a flyer for prom and they like Mm -hmm. make fun of it but then evan asks pearl to be his date to prom yes wow yes but of course because it's movie magic the prom is the same date as the fealty feast oh my god can a girl catch a break (laughs) and then so pearl's like she can't do it and then she's like I just feel, I'm so lost. I'm so confused. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She's having this true crisis of conscience. And what better place to sleep it off than Evan's bed? But he sleeps, right? he sleeps in a chair, like a gentleman. Yeah, but, but still. I'm like, you are in this boy's house? Yeah. I was like, you're a grown woman. What are you, 80, 90 years old? <laughs> and you're in this young boy's house? Okay, so, oh boy. She wakes up and she's annoyed about her conscience, but then we see her have like a flashback of her dad telling her they're counting on her. And so then we see her present the prom flyer to her parents. 300 hot-blooded students in heels and tuxes trapped in a room together, slow dancing to Justin Bieber. What is this? It's my apology. You protected a human, three humans. You bit Jadrian, and you nearly emptied the stored blood supply. Wow. And the family is very disappointed in her, but she's like, I'm going to make up for this. I'm going to give you 300 pints of blood from these 300 students. So they're not going to kill them, but they are going to suck their blood, kind of like what they've been doing to Ashlyn's family and Brad. Right. Right, and then me, and then the mean mom who never likes anything is like, okay, yeah, she likes. I'll allow course. it. You know, yeah. she's she's on board. She's on board, and so you're like, okay, great. Now Pearl's back in the good graces, and then Pearl goes into school, and she is just loving life. She's got this renewed sense of energy. She's putting up prom flyers, yeah. and Ev- Evan and Bethany are like, okay, where were you? You were in Evan's bed. Then we didn't see you in the morning, and basically she's like, I'm on the prom committee, and we've decided we're gonna have the prom at the winery my parents own. (laughs) And like, literally, Pearl is on it, okay? She's now like 180. It's like, who is she? And everyone's, but then everyone's into it. Yeah. So literally, Pearl's like, yeah, Evan, I'll be your date to prom. And then Bethany is going to go with both of the dorks? Bethany. Bethany, um, would you do us the honor? You're both asking me to prom? Otherwise, we'd have to duel to the death or until Zeke starts crying. Both of them. Yeah, Matt is a Matt is a Filipino king, and so I'm obviously into him and Bethany's love story. And so this would be who you would play in this. You would be the Bethany. I would be Which the Bethany. Sure you would be the upbeat. You would be yeah. the upbeat. Yeah, and my girl. Filipino king husband CJ um, <laughs> would definitely try and slay a vampire and fail, and then uh-huh. go. Will you go with me and my friend? You know, that's a classic. <laughs> I see it. Okay, so um, Pearl is like with her all her new prom friends, but they incorporate Bethany. They go on a fun shopping trip. Like, it's one of those montages of, like, 
the high school kids are getting along. Um, right, and right. then Pearl goes home. She has her prom dress. And Antoinette is like, oh, my God, the king is going to love this dress on you. Um, and then we see the mom putting up a bunch of like extra security and Pearl is like, what are you doing, mom? We're not trying to trap anybody, are we? And this is what she says. The king has changed the plan. He wants a bloodbath. Everyone will be drained. Then we'll burn down the estate to cover it up. It will be a true feast. All thanks to you. (gasps) They're going to kill all of the students. And burn down the winery. Like, it's insane that they're about to commit. She thinks it's going to be easy to commit a mass murder of 300 children. That's how off her rocker bomb is. I'm like, woman, this is not going to happen. I don't understand why you think this is the easier of all the plans. Dark. It is dark. Yeah. Okay, okay. So Pearl is at school and she just like, the news is weighing so heavy on her. So she starts yelling in the middle of the lunchroom, we're canceling prom, we're canceling prom, there's vampires. And then everybody (laughs) like looks at them and is like. (laughs) Yeah, like Pearl, you are wild. Yeah. (laughs) And then, and then, Megan, Evan covers her mouth and is like, shut up. I know who you are. (sighs) What? Oh, my God. So then Evan is, like, leading Pearl away from the school to the dock. Again, his house is, like, on the school property. Mm -hmm, I don't know. mm -hmm. And basically, he's like, It's time for you to know who I am. Excuse me? You. And And then then as he's saying, I got so excited. Hank the Falcon. Hank the Falcon. Lands on Evan's arm. And Pearl says, you're the slayer. (laughs) And Evan isn't a slayer, but his family is. (gasps) He's a healer. And then to prove to Pearl that he's a healer, he cuts himself with a sharp beer bottle. And then he heals himself. (gasps) Closes right up. So this is what actually happened. Evan is the reason she can walk in the sunlight. He is the one that stabbed her through the heart. And now that is why she has all of these new powers because he is a healer. He healed her basically. Like after he stabbed her, he healed her and healing her pretty much like made her human again. Yes. And now that's why she has the conscience and she is pissed about it. She feels like he ruined her life. Listen to this. You, do you have any idea what you've done? You changed me, you you ruined my whole family, my whole life. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I've been watching you. You're so confident, like nothing can stop you. I thought, if I can change you, I can change anyone. Annie thought you were hot. Oh, so Bethany is in on it? Evan, okay, and listen to this doozy. So you know when Bethany told Pearl that she was abducted as a child? Yes. It was by Pearl's dad. Okay, I missed that part, like, when it, when it was revealed that it was the dad. Yep. So basically what, the dad, like, kidnapped her and drank her blood? Yep. And then just, like, left her in the woods? Yep. Jesus, this and whole Evan, family's a mess. And Evan found her and healed her, and that's why they're so close. That's where they're besties. And also that's why <sighs> Bethany is so upbeat, huh? Yeah. Is that why too? Because he's like, he's like, when he heals you, you come back better. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. So it's crazy how quickly though Pearl gets on board. 
yeah. in a way. Do you know what I mean? Because like, because you're like, wait, okay, you're the slayer. You knew this was happening. You're going around healing people. You made me human. And then Evan's like, I got a plan. <laughs> so the plan is now for the king, when he comes, the fealty feast, come on, to drink Pearl's blood. And then when everyone drinks the king's blood, they will be getting all the powers that Pearl has. Yeah. So the idea is that let's turn these vampires into humans with consciences. Mm-hmm. Okay? Consciences? Into better just, doesn't feel real. Into just better vampires, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kinder vampires. Uh, kinder, exactly. And they want to do this before the vampires try to kill everyone at prom. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good So they need to clock. do it at, like, the beginning of the fealty feast. So then by the time the vampires even get to prom to feast, they're like, oh, we don't want to bite these kids anymore. Exactly, exactly. So they need help, though. It's not going to be enough to just it be Pearl and Evan. So Evan recruits the help of his parents, and when they find out that Pearl, a vampire, slept at their house, boy, it's really funny. Um, And Pearl's like, (laughs) I haven't bitten anyone since Evan's healing to, like, prove that she's, like, a good girl. And so... Um, she is able to convince them that even though she didn't want this to happen to her, she is now happier. And so the parents are like fully into it. Okay, so Pearl gets the quote unquote influential kids, the new mean girl and Matt and Zeke. What a what a motley Which I crew. Was like, I, know, I know, I was like, are Matt and Zeke influential? I was like, they seem to be like by themselves at night at the mini mart hunting for vampires. But, but she, okay. Yeah, but Pearl basically has to like prove to them that she's a vampire. So she shows them their fang or fangs in the middle of the lunchroom and they're like, ah! And she's like, I'm not going to bite you. I'm just showing them off. Okay. <laughs> so now it is the day of the feast and Pearl's crew is doing like sort of prom setup at the estate. Winery. Yeah, the family's winery. And you're right, Megan. That's how we know they're rich because they own a winery. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, I got very distracted by that. Anyway, and that, but Pearl's like, okay, I'm going to go get ready by myself. And then the friends are like, um, we kind of don't trust you <laughs> to go be back with your family. Which I think is you- mean. Because it's like all Pearl <laughs> has done is shown them that she's on their side. I know, but her family is so mean and scary. Her family can't be trusted, but Pearl can. I get that. All right. Now we have come to the moment we've all been waiting for. Prom! Okay. Kids are dancing. The DJ is rocking. Now, I like this because we have a DJ at prom, and you know that I do not like when we have bands at prom because that is not realistic. Um, Everybody- (laughs) Wait, why? Because it's not. Did you have a band? There's always bands at prom playing original songs. And it's like, in oh, what world? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, in yes, what yes, world absolutely. is it not just absolutely. a hired DJ who's two years older and graduated from the school last year? That's absolutely. what it is. But but the vibe is fun. Evan and Pearl are dancing, but then Jadrian and Antoinette show up, which feels like it's not part of the plan. And they also are wearing all white, yeah. which is very attention-seeking. And they don't go to the and school. They, <laughs> they don't go to the school. They're dressed in all white. They make a grand entrance down the staircase. And you're just like, okay, I thought this was supposed to be subtle. Can I cut in? She's with me. It's okay. Um, and basically, Pearl and Jadrian dance. And he's like, I forgive you. And you have to come downstairs to your mom right away. Now, I just need to understand how... You've got hundreds of vampires having their own fealty feast, a.k.a. vampire prom. Uh-huh. And 
no one can hear that well, okay. or notice that? So we do go downstairs to the field tea feast. And when I saw the crowd, I I thought, you know what? I think there were some RSVPs, yes, who no-showed. Because it felt like a, uh-huh. a smaller crowd. And I don't yeah. know if that's, I don't know if there were some planes, if there was some sort of East Coast weather that, allowed some planes from certain vampire cities to not be able to land. But it didn't seem as packed as we were promised the field tea feast would be. Maybe maybe Pearl's mom is a bitch. And there were some people that said, you know what? If she's in charge, we're not going to this field tea feast. I would love drama in the vampire world. Um, (laughs) But Pearl does go downstairs. And they're sort of like, it's a less fun prom. They're like mingling. They're drinking blood. They're listening to like harp music. Right. Her mom right. acts like a bitch, classic. The dad is weird, classic. Um, and then it's like, and like weird, like king, uh, right. royal horns start to royal blast. Royal horns. It's the king. He's here. In the flesh. Wow, it's time. All right, for the king. The king walks in. And <laughs> Megan, if you and I were not on the same page... <laughs> The king looks identical to (laughs) one of my dearest friends in the world, the very famous comedian, Anthony Jeselnik. And it was just so funny because that was my first thought. And then I was going to say it. And then I thought, oh, that's Megan's friend. So maybe she'll be offended. And then as soon as I see the notes, you were like, Anthony Jeselnik. I was like, yes, please. But also it was like, janky Jeselnik, okay? This king, for a king that is like the reason we're all together, he's going to take a child bride. This man was... Not cute. He looked like a like skater boy. See, I thought he was. I thought he was cute. I was like, when the king showed up, I was expecting like a not hot king, like a Humpty Dumpty. And then when this (laughs) tall, you know, poor man's Jesselnik walked in, I go, okay, Pearl, you could do worse. You know, you could do worse for vampire husbands. He's hotter than Jadrian. Well, yeah, kind of. I don't know. There's something about him that was like a little too much. Like he looked like he would be like in Sugar Ray well, or like some 41. Like that's what it was. He had like a very like 2001 hairdo, okay, which was the vibe. I think the something about him that we're upset with is his voice, which I'd like for you all to hear as he greets Pearl and her mother. I'm enchanted. I'm looking forward to my dessert. What is that modular that they used? <laughs> Enchanted. It's insane. <laughs> and of course, this is the moment Pearl's like, I am never marrying the king. And honestly, after the voice, you're like, I get it, Pearl. <laughs> this makes a lot of sense. And then the vampires have this like weird ceremony where they basically are, again, fealty. They're committing their loyalty to the king. And they bring in the, quote, newest children. Yeah. So again, right, people who have been turned into vamps, like the young ones. It's kind of like a debutante ball. Yes, and basically, and then like the first girl, she's walking up and she slips, like she trips in her high heels, and she like you know has to grab his arm for a second to steady herself. And it's like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm sorry. And then he, everyone, the whole room goes silent. There's a gasp. If there was a record scratch, there should have been. If there wasn't, there should have been. And he's and and then she's like, I'm so sorry. And then he literally just drains all of her blood kills and kills her. her. Kills he's her like, for tripping. You tripped. You tripped. You must be tripping. And he's like, you're done. You're done. <laughs> yeah, and he has to, like, to carry out her dead body. And you're like, oh, this king is not messing around. Exactly. And so then I got excited because Jadrian was up next. I'm like, please kill Jadrian. Please kill Jadrian. Yes. 
<laughs> but of course, Jadrian, the little suck up that he is, it's like, hi, Mr. King. And he bows. <laughs> and the and the king only sucks his blood, but doesn't suck him dry. Right. So Jadrian's still alive, unfortunately. <laughs> and then next yeah. up is Pearl. It, I'm like, is this an alphabetical order? Did they do a tech rehearsal? Did they do a dress? <laughs> did they have a run through? I would like to know all of that because they did have classes. We did see them going through sort of like yeah. a confirmation class. Yeah. Um, okay, so he sucks from Pearl, which is very important for their plan to work. Right. And she's and she's like, have your fill. Because obviously it's like, yes. we need you getting a conscience yes. real quick. Okay, so just drink up. And then, up. and then he like, oh, this is so weird. He basically like taps his veins and pours yeah. his blood into a goblet and is like, drink of my blood and we shall be whole. It's time to celebrate. <laughs> and so for, I'm going to say this though, for all the drama around the fealty ceremony, that was real pretty easy. Yeah. It was just like three of y'all going to line up. He going to take a drink. You going to take a drink. We did not need all those classes. Okay. No. We did not need that scary vampire teacher flogging Pearl. It was like pretty straightforward. Well, we get it. Oh, the <laughs> first student was murdered. Naomi. <laughs> Okay, okay, so you're right, So there was an immediate right. casualty. Well, that means, that, then really that should have just been classes on how to walk in your heels. Right, don't slip. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. touch the king. Yeah. Don't touch him, don't trip. Anyway, so the vampires are dancing. It's a real whack party. So meanwhile, upstairs, prom is still happening, and Bethany screams, Guys, Harry Styles is performing at Mia's after party. <laughs> and then everyone goes to leave, which is part, like, it, they did, they were like, we need a distraction to get them out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But to, for, for Harry Styles to be the distraction yeah. is very funny. Yes. But as all the high school students are trying to leave because they got to make this after party now, <laughs> you know, in the vampire party, which is very boring, Jadrian comes up to Pearl and is basically like, I saw your reflection in the goblet. And he says it like real loud. And so of course, Everybody stops. This vampire party is very dramatic. Yeah. Anything happens, the whole room goes silent very quickly. Well, because at any moment, you could be killed by the king. I know, but it was just like, it's like, can we please just, like, Chill. keep that between us, Jadrian, you know? And the king is like, You're an abomination. You are not a vampire. Yes, I am. If I was a vampire... The more time I had out in the world to kill and drink, the better. So I don't know why he's so upset. He should be like, awesome, now I can go eat people 24 hours a day instead well, of just 12. I but. think the king is like a perfect sort of metaphor for men not being able to like evolve with the times. You know, like wow. anything that challenges his station in life, he's against. Yeah. He's the king. He's a white man. He's at the top. And so he's yes. like, oh, you can walk outside? Then that means you have a skill I don't have, so I must ruin you. Right, 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 right. Honestly, that's deep. Okay, Drink Slay Love is working on another <laughs> level. I'm in, I'm in. So basically in this moment, when the king is like, nope, she's an abomination, mm -hmm. the fighting starts, you guys. Yeah. Okay, Pearl takes the swords from the guards and she just starts going off. And then Ooh. Evan comes through and we've got Slayers v. Vampires. Just like His we family. knew. Was gonna, yes, the family, the vampires, the holy water. There's flips, there's stabs through the heart. The classic <laughs> vampire trio. 
And then there's a massive fire. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the Slayers have lit this massive fire to keep the vampires contained. And Pearl and Evan's like, come on, Pearl, like jump over. Pearl, again, she's giving us that gymnastics energy. So she jumps over the flames. Mom tries to come out, but then is stopped by the flames. But still has enough, enough energy to scowl at her daughter. <laughs> of course, she can't stand her. And then dad is like, Pearl, come on. And he's like, dad, she's like, dad, you'll love the daylight. And it's like, <laughs> oh my God, Pearl, this is very teenager to think you know what's good for everyone. Yeah. And so then Evan, Pearl, the whole gang, they drive to Ashlyn's house, which, which is, I guess is where this after party is supposed to be with yeah, Harry Styles. it is weird though. I know, I'm like, Ashlyn's house of all the houses? She I, hates everyone. So basically- Antoinette and Jadrian show up at Ashlyn's house. Boom. And then Evan and Pearl fight with them. And then Antoinette comes through saying all this. Listen. Why do you care about these humans? You'll never fit in. I already do. They knew that I was a vampire and they still wanted to help me. It doesn't have to be us against them. Please, Antoinette, you're my family. I don't want to lose you. You always get what you want. Whoa. Well, well, well. Okay, so you're jealous. <laughs> this whole time she been jelly, and then Pearl was Pearl's like, you know what then? I'ma stab you. Yeah. And so she stabs Antoinette, but not through the heart, like through her through her stomach. And then it's like, and then she's basically like, Evan, heal her. Yeah, he please heal her. Please heal Antoinette. And I'm like, honestly, if there's anyone we don't need, it's Antoinette. Okay. This no. woman's stuck in 1987 and she's boring. And, but then Evan is like, okay. He's like, but it, he's like, but it takes a lot out of me. Healing really takes it out of me. And then, like after they fi- after this whole fight, and then um, Evan healing her, Ashlyn is like, okay, you guys can come in now. <laughs> <laughs> after they just had a literal death fight to the death in front of her house. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! Oh my god! And then Ashlyn? they go in the house. <laughs> They just and then and then it's like and then basically after all this we see Evan and Pearl sitting on the dock as the sun comes up. Pearl is like, "Well, I hope my family comes around." Mm-hmm. And then she almost faints. I don't know why. She hasn't and then, eaten anything. She oh, hasn't right, fed right, right, on right, any right. blood. And then Evan is like, "You you can drink from me. You can drink from me." And he's like, "She's like, no." And she's like, "Pearl, bite me." But instead, she kisses him, and they make out as the sun continues to rise. The end. I have questions. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, so is Pearl never gonna, like, what is she gonna feed on going forward? Animals? Like, what? Because, like, she has a conscience now. Yeah, she's gonna have to have something. She's gonna have to have something. Is she gonna buy blood? Like, what? I just, I I do wonder. Well, it really sounds like Evan is offering himself up because he's like, well, you can bite me. I won't turn and I won't get sick. Yeah, but he'll probably just, like, tap himself, you know? And then just, like, leave her little, like, cans of blood. Oh, okay. That's nice. I feel like that's gonna be it. Honestly, there's a lot to unpack here, and I can think of no better guests to talk to about this movie than former Vampire Diary stars Candace King and Kayla Yule, who also host the podcast Directionally Challenge. They have everything we need, honey. Yeah. And let's get into it with them. Oof. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Megan, yes, we are here with Candace and Kayla, co-hosts of the podcast Directionally Challenged, as well as former Vampire Co-Stars oh. from the Vampire Diaries. Oh. That's what we're calling it now. <laughs> vampire Co-Stars. Wow, our Hi. vampire experts. You are here as vampire experts. Now, how often are you brought in to consult on vampire-related content? Quite often. It is a big market. Quite often. It's really what's... Uh, yeah, putting food on the table at this point. No, not at all. <laughs> it's what kept us going yeah. through the pandemic. We're really grateful to be vampire yeah. experts. Actors sure. slash vampire experts. Yeah, it's like being a nurse that never, you know, you can always find right. work. Being a former vampire, you're, you are employable every, mm-hmm. everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, now, I just have to thank you so much for... Uh, Watching whatever you could watch of Drink Slay Love. Honestly, you did a, it was a mitzvah. You did a kindness. I cannot believe it. Tell me your initial thoughts. I mean, I watched the entire thing. Uh-huh. And you my, did it? Oh, my, of course I did. Yeah. And my husband was like, oh, I'll just be, you know, doing some work on my computer in the same room. And halfway through, I look over and I'm like, yeah, he's so into this movie right now. <laughs> So we loved it. It was a date night. Baby was asleep. Thank you guys so much. Your husband's like, what's she going to wear to prom? (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely watched the whole thing. I've got a six-month-old, and so I... I am sometimes up very early with her. And I use the word sometimes because my husband usually takes the morning shifts. But on the days that I do, I end up watching a movie or a TV show. That's just how I stay awake at four in the morning. And so this was a great thing to watch with my baby, you know, at four in the morning. What a great way to start the day. Drink, slay, love. Yeah. Hashtag. Oh, my God. This is positive energy because I felt opposite. And I was like... These girl, I was like, this is all kind of crazy. And I'm a vampire stan, okay? Like, I don't come into this, you know, with my little, with my little arms crossed. I'm in. I'm mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like, I was like, okay, you're friends with them now. And now he's a healer. I just need the information to be doled out differently. That was just my personal journey. Here's what I really liked about it. I thought it was a really different take on a vampire movie. Mm -hmm. The fact that she could be in the daylight and experience life for the first time. And it was something her parents had never experienced before. Her sisters had never experienced before. And no one in her community understood what she was going through. And I really liked the idea that it was... It was unconventional. Yeah. And it was an idea mm-hmm. that vampire, listen, we've all seen vampire movies over and over and over again. But what I loved about this, it was really different. It was a completely different take on it. To what you were saying, I completely relate to this idea of this young girl being like, I don't want to be stuck in the catacombs. Like, I want to go catch a tan <laughs> and like sit by the <laughs> lake in the river and like enjoy yeah. life a little uh, bit. So that 100% was, uh, was just any time I see anything where people are like, I just need to be outside. I need to get out of my house. I'm like, yes, yeah. you do that. But I know- Now we can all I'm, relate to vampires. Yes. Exactly, exactly. 
Um, I have a question. Like when you guys talk about sort of, you know, the pod, this idea of like the internal compass and sort of getting it right. I guess my question is like, even before that, how did you know your internal compass was off, so to speak? You know what I mean? Like where was this sense that like, oh, I need to make a shift. I, I just wasn't happy. I, I, I think that's the <laughs> uh-huh, simplest okay, answer. Great, yeah, I, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't happy, and I knew that there were a lot of things in my life that I should feel really good and happy about. And mm-hmm. um, and I and there was a sense of purpose missing, like still kind of new in motherhood, and also the Vampire Diaries had ended, and I was like. Mm-hmm. It was a shock. And I think that when you're in any industry or any job, if you've had it for a really long time, you it starts to become your identity. And so to be honest, mm-hmm. I just was having an identity crisis. And so kind of has sitting down with other people and being like, oh yeah, it's not about me. <laughs> like I can, It's about connecting <laughs> with other people. And that's a great way to learn and just feel a part of the world. And, and so for me, that's kind of where it started on wanting to branch out and uh, do something like this. Okay. Well, and the idea sprouted from us just having a really wonderful, in-depth friendship conversation about that and mm-hmm. realizing that if we both feel that way, there's probably a lot of other people out there that feel that way too. And because we are able to connect with some fans that maybe we can help them too. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, it is so wonderful to feel like we don't have to have it all together because especially (laughs) in this day and age with social media and everything everyone just everything looks perfect all the time Mm -hmm. and it is such a relief and a release to be able to just sit down and own the fact that we're kind of a mess and that's okay (laughs) and if you're a mess with us today too awesome and if you've got your can I, can I cuss on You can this? say shit. Absolutely. If you've Absolutely. got your shit together, good for you. <laughs> and it's just nice to kind of like come as you are, whatever that yes. is. Yes. I think that's important, especially I think you guys say that because one of the things I would say, right, you were on the show that was so popular for so long. And then with that comes not just an audience, but an expectation from that audience, right? Like they expect things from you guys. And so it's like fun that you're like, okay, this is a hot mess right now. I may have baby vomit on my shirt, but let's talk about it. You know what I mean? I think that is, um, I think that's so important because we were talking about like our, like, okay, okay. Before the show, were you guys vampire people? Because I I was a Buffy person. I, I'm a little bit older, oh. right? So like Vampire Diaries, I was a little too old for when it came, but I was like a Buffy person. So I was like very invested. Did you have a vampire world you were into before you started working on the show? I did not. I did not. I mean, I had to like look up vampire lore and try and understand what was going on. So for me, it was, I was definitely a first timer in all of it. But of course, like everything, it's so romantic and it's sexy and there's like something really attractive about it that instantly you just fall in love. Yeah. I wasn't a, I did not watch Buffy. I watched Buffy the movie, like Christy Swanson. Is that her name? Yes. Yes. yes, I was like a WB like fanatic, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like Uh I did the seventh heaven and the Everwood and the Dawson's and Felicity. And I watched every single show (sighs) on like the WB back in the day. Yeah. So, um, I, and I also grew up on like Kevin Williamson also made my childhood, you know, not just with Dawson's, but I watched right. all the screams and I know what you Scream, did last summer. Yes. Oh, right. So, oh, yes. so even though yeah. I wasn't specific Same. to vampire diaries, I knew that I was a part, like the opportunity to even audition for someone who's created this like entertainment legacy in my life, you know, that helped define, you know, these pivotal moments. It was huge. So I didn't have that, but I had like all the team, like everything else was part of yeah. it. Yeah. 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 
I still get chills when we go to Kevin's house and we go for dinner and the scream, the scream mask is like on one of it. And I just can't stop staring. And I think it's the coolest thing ever. And I'm pinching myself. Doesn't matter how many times. Is his house like a little, um, does he have like creepy artifacts or is it it a haunted house? Is it haunted? No. No. You guys are like, it's stunning, gorgeous. You're like, it's a French chateau. Um, (laughs) What do you think it is though? We were talking about this. Like, what is it about vampires and high school? Like, you're never seeing like office vampires. It's specifically like (laughs) vampires who are like having to do SATs. Mm -hmm. Do you have any idea? Like, why why do we think that's the thing? Because quite honestly, if I had to live forever, I would not want to live at 17 forever. If I had to live forever, I would want to be like, 28 maybe well you know what i mean like grown sexy have it together mm-hmm. but still at my thinnest you know what i mean like that was my plan i would not be at 28 either i would be at i don't know like it feels sad to be like i'd pick 34 what a loser <laughs> that's what i would probably pick i think there's two elements i think one the the lore of vampires is also very like into like youth and beauty. And as youth, a society, youth, right. we have all decided that youth and beauty only <laughs> exists when you're like young. Like that's like a thing. Yeah. So right. I think that that kind of just plays into it naturally. And I think honestly, it, the most relatable that, it, the most real that any kind of emotional vampire ride would be would be like your teenage years. You you love the hardest you've ever loved. Like yeah. you, you hurt the That's most true. you've ever hurt. Oh. Like all of your emotions are so Oof. strong and it's biological. You know, it's literally like your brain developing and like the front lobe thing and the hormone <laughs> shift. So it's like, yeah. it all actually makes <clears throat> sense in science, but it's interesting to me because, yeah, I'm like, why is everyone always in high school? But it's like, when else do you have that like, I would do anything for you ever. You know, those like very mm-hmm. dramatic, That's like, true. you know, monumental, everything yeah. feels like a movie. <laughs> everything feels I like a show it. in a movie. I hated it. Oh, to add to that. Pro, Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, just to add to that too, I feel like high school is this time of first. It's the first time you drive. It's the first time you go to prom. It's the first time some of us lose our virginity. It's the f- so, so many firsts. And then the juxtaposition is that if you throw a vampire in it, they've been doing this forever. Mm-hmm. It's like mm. their thousandth time they've been to high school. It's their th- <laughs> so there's the drama of that, of the experience and the complete inexperience yes, that also yes, kind yes. of... Makes it so fun to watch. I think the yeah. four of us could come up with an incredible menopausal vampire. Yes. You know, just like <laughs> yes. hot flashes, just like yes. recently divorced. Like, oh. well, my period stopped. <laughs> Got to get blood someplace else. Like, do vampires <laughs> menstruate? I have so many. I know. Like, as good as it gets meets Vampire Diaries. Yes. yes. You can throw some Diane Keaton yeah. in there. Absolutely. Oh, my God. A Nancy Myers yep. vampire. Yes. Right. Okay. right. <laughs> that's my dream. That's my dream. You Let's know write it. this lifetime movie, ladies. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, um, that is our long. That is our long con, Megan and I. We are pretty much doing the podcast so that eventually they will just give us a lifetime movie. Oh, yeah. Perfect. And, and, it's, and, a, and it's a little too long. And of at a this con, point, it's been a long con. You know, we're, we're like eleven months in. It's like, what do we have to do to crack this? Um, speaking of, so we have listeners call in and give us their real life lifetime movie scenarios. They call, leave us voicemails. Would you be guys be okay with listening to one of the voicemails with of us? Course. Okay. Awesome. Here's my story. These are all fake names. This happened to a friend of mine. She called me in tears to tell me. So I know this isn't an urban legend. I heard this from my cousin's best friend situation. 
my friend Poppy gets a call from her friend Laura. Laura is very upset as their mutual friend John is in the hospital after a heart attack. Poppy and John had been sleeping together, so she was also upset. So Laura and Poppy rushed to the hospital. When they entered John's room, there was a woman with small children in the room. The mother says, who are you? Laura says, I'm John's girlfriend. Mom says, oh, I'm his wife? (laughs) They did not know he was married. And then Poppy says, wait, I was hooking up with John too. So John had a wife and like 100 girlfriends who all found out about each other when John had a heart attack. Crazy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <Okay>. Thanks. <laughs> like, also, did John even survive? He was like, "I'm gonna stay dead." You know what I mean? Like, he was in the hospital, but he was like, "You know right. what? I should not get up from this." Because- and who were who are these small children? Are they John? They're John's. That's what we need to know. They're John's. They're John's. But John's. Like, who called Poppy and Laura? That's did because like John only like your emergency contact should be your wife, not your mistress. Right. You know, like that's just common sense. John. Right, who told him. But that's the question, because it's like, obviously, but also, okay, Poppy and Laura are friends, yeah, but they then they know. know that they're both hooking up no, with John? I don't no. think they did. They did not. So Laura was like, this is my boyfriend. Yeah. Meanwhile, Poppy's like, oh, we had hooked up. Yes. And then when they get there and see a wife, Poppy was like, you too? Okay, this yeah. is crazy. This is a Lifetime movie. This is an actual movie. This is while you were sleeping, but the nightmare version. Yeah. Oh, this is also gosh. a great time to get tested for any STDs. Like, I'm very concerned. <laughs> yeah, you're all there. Yes. I'm like, you're, you're in the hospital. You're there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get a little yeah. COVID test, a little STD <laughs> test. <laughs> Paternity test. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Like, oh, the like, poor kids. Like, I'm really concerned, actually. But did he have a heart attack because he was having too much sex? Maybe. Like, Probably. What? He's just well, popping they, Viagra every day. Well, they say you're only as sick as your secrets. And John had a lot of secrets. Ooh. So, you know what? He could not keep it going. Wait, I thought John was young. In my head, John's like 30 something. But then I feel like. Megan, you said Viagra, so then you thought well, John was older. Kayla, there are there are <laughs> men sub forty popping the blue pill. Okay, okay. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna name names. <laughs> I don't even know. But I, I only know this because they sell them at like gas stations now, and I've what? like heard what? they sell like weird. It's not like Viagra. It's like weird off brand. Um, I mean, they have sushi at Seven Eleven. It's like uh, they. <laughs> Once a product is out there, a mini mart is going to go, we got to get in the game. Wow. So maybe he was taking some bad, some bad pills. Gas or he ate some 7-Eleven sushi. Fight. We don't know, you know? Yeah. It could have been wow. a bad guy. Ga- right. Who knows? Oh, Who knows? my God. Like, did, wow. I would love to hear, like, him just flatline immediately. as ever. Like, he's like, did he, did he, me? As his yeah. mistress and second mistress walk in. Naomi, where do you think this spirals to? Okay, well, obviously, oh. these three women become a sisterhood. Uh-huh. Okay? Right. Like, honestly, like, let's say, okay, in, in the movie version of this, let's have John live. Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. But let's make his life a living hell. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. These three women need to band together and bring him down. It has a first wives yep. club energy uh, to the me. Other the other woman. The other woman. Yeah. Yes. Yes, where he survives. Oh, how about this? He he survives and he doesn't know that they've all met each other, right? And <gasps> yes. so then he continues with his life and then they each sabotage him. 
Love that. Oh, I say let's get the kids involved too. You know, like, but not you know not use them in a villainous way. College age kids. Okay, okay yes, cool. yes, adult yeah. kids, who, adult can kids truth. who can handle yeah, yeah, the yeah. truth. And yeah. they and then this is actually comes around where they get to like work out some stuff with their with their dad in the long run. Yes. You know? Yes. It's a good life lesson for them. They never mm-hmm. cheat. They end up in healthy relationships. <laughs> yeah. exactly. And like make sure you get a yearly physical, yeah. you know, to so right. know that your ticker yeah. is good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, all the girls are become like co-conspirators, but then it all like climaxes at one might start falling for him again. And who's going <gasps> to accidentally fall back? And then all of a sudden it's like, no, yeah. friendship is more important. Yes. Okay, wow. Someone's been hanging out with Kevin Williamson. <laughs> because you just broke a story, and that was beautiful. Do we have a title? What's a good title? I'm trying to think, like, something sisterhood. Like, yeah. Um, sisterhood of the Traveling Penis. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Dead, um, deadbeat Heartbeat. Heartbeat Deadbeat. Like, um, <laughs> ooh, Deadbeat Heartbeat. That's good. Deadbeat Heartbeat. Um, I don't something know. Something like that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's just really hard really up for hard. love. I, I know. Ooh, yeah. Like hard yeah. up, hard up okay. for love. I, I also think love. maybe there's a, a hot nurse that someone that one of the girls goes off with. Male or female nurse. Ooh, I don't yeah, know. The you doctor, know, like, this like could, Keanu oh, Reeves okay. and something's gotta give. Yeah. It always comes back. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, yes. Absolutely. You've gotta bring it back to Nancy. <laughs> oh, That's perfect. <clears throat> wow. Uh you guys, I just wanna thank you so much for coming here and just giving us life. Keeping us, I don't know, upbeat, um, helpful, hopeful, and uh, I can't wait to listen to some more directionally challenged. You, yeah. guys you know, we're, we're vampires, so we usually take away life. So to give you life is yeah. everything. <laughs> you kind of are like Pearl. You're the new, you're the yeah. new generation of vampires yeah. that that can feel Day joy walkers. and have a conscience. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> totally. Oh, please tell your cutie kids hi and thanks for we letting will. thanks for letting them um, borrow their moms for. A little bit. Yeah, thank you guys so much. It was it truly was, it was a fun so watch. Fun. I needed like some some fun vampire <laughs> stuff in my life. And this was so fun. We love talking yeah, with you guys. You. Have us on anytime. This was fantastic. Okay, oh any vampire will circle back. Deal. And there's yeah. a lot of vampires on Lifetime. We're your experts. <laughs> Megan, they were so nice. I love them. The nicest vampires I've ever met. That was honestly gorgeous. And maybe we need to write another movie. Because, like, now, what if it's, like, their movie, we should write a movie for them called Vampire Moms. Oh, you yeah. Know? But they're it's not like, mean like Pearl's mom. They're like, no. no, you should just, can you just try tennis? And if you don't like it, you don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they're just normal moms. Oh, my God. That would be so good. Ugh. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's app because... We're not stopping, honey. We're Mm-mm. bringing you another next week, and it's equally cray. Next week, we will be talking about the film, Revenge Delivered. Okay. Now, this movie, if you want to know, it's set, here, here's the log line, just a taste. A dark truth comes to light when renowned obstetrician Dr. Victoria Brooks suspects that one of her student residents is secretly the vengeful daughter of someone from her past. <gasps> Listen to this little bit. Okay, okay, wow. okay. We are getting like evil Grey's Anatomy. Exciting, oh. exciting. And a female doctor, love that. Probably going to be some babies, OB-GYNI. <laughs> you guys, as always, you need to watch this movie before we start talking about it because that's the only way you will believe the things we tell you. So make sure to watch it online and on Amazon. So no excuses, get into it because we are going to see you next week. Bye. Bye, vampires. 
love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. (laughs) I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Julie Magruder. Our sound mixer is Brian Flood. Executive produced by Jesse Katz and Ted Butler. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by... Naomi and Megan. Us. 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 I mean, you you should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host. Okay. <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. 